0: Coming up, the week starting 14th of January 2019 will be the Get Focused Coaching Program. Now, this program is designed to get you focused in your sport. It will be a six-week live coaching program with me. I'll teach you how to concentrate, how to overcome your nerves how to stay mentally tough, not giving up when you're losing, how to perform better in your tournaments, your competitions, how to train better so that it improves your performance when it counts and much, much more. Now to register on the wait list, just go to my website, tiffany-mica.com. There will be register on wait list for Get Focused Coaching Programme Click on that, register your email address, and I'll let you know when the course is open and ready to sign up. Now on to today's episode. Yeah. Yeah. Fifty Micah podcast, and welcome to this week's daily tiff. Yes, we've had some uh, big episodes happening this week, really to help you just create that awareness about how to really help you get what it is that you want. And so, what we looked at is we looked at you know the importance of preparation and how you know it is is crucial absolutely crucial to your success and what you need to do for preparation so a lot of people don't spend the time to prepare and plan things out and and so on and I never did it either all right when I was younger I never did it and I've only been doing it the last few years especially and I'll tell you it makes a massive difference by just planning structuring so that you know exactly what you're doing. So we will be sharing a lot more on that about preparation. Also, really planning out and identifying what you want to achieve for the week. So it's really looking at those results. What what are your weekly results? What are the outcomes that you want to achieve? So we want to be, we'll be looking at that too and how we can do that. Then a lot of people say that they can't do something when, you know they actually can, and it's quite interesting how people reword and re- reframe their thinking into believing that they can't. And it's just a belief that that you know when you say that you can't, when actually you can. And we we look at what happens with that, with confident people versus people who not who are not confident and believe they can't do something when actually they can, and there's a reason behind that. And then also paying your dues and what is really paying your dues and what does that mean? So just keep doing what you're doing or get your journal out, ready to take some notes and um, I'll just share with you this week's daily TIFF episodes from the Reach of Potential with TIFF podcast. So enjoy those and I'll catch up with you at the end. You know, you may hear this all the time about how important preparation is and, you know, it it gets thrown across all the time, prepare, 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 right? It's absolutely essential that you prepare. My husband throws this at me all the time over the years, you've got to be prepared, you've got to be prepared, you've got to be prepared and I hear this everywhere with thought leaders, personal development leaders Everything, everything's all about preparation, business, right, sport, everything. But what happens if you don't prepare? What comes up? And I'm talking about from a mental point of view, if you're not prepared, anxiety comes up, stress, you feel rushed, you panic, you can't concentrate, you know, have this fear and this worry about what might happen. And this happens in everything, doesn't it? When we don't prepare, right? We're not prepared. We get anxious. We get stressed. We feel rushed. We get panicked. We can't concentrate because we're feeling that pressure. And then we worry about what might happen. And this happens in everything. It happens in golf obviously it happens in golf, but it happens in sport, it happens in life, it happens in business, everything, everywhere we turn this this type of thing happens, doesn't it? Studying, exams, everything, right? From not preparing. And it's quite interesting, you know, I get people that come to me for a golf lesson, you know, the day before comp, in a panic, hoping that I'm going to be the one that saves all their problems like solves all their problems just in a, a short quick fix right whether it be a 30 minute 45 minute 60 minute lesson whatever it is but the thing is and this is just an example right but the thing is is that the golf issues that these people have had has been going on for a, a period of time right could be a couple of months could be a couple of years right but they wait. They wait until it falls apart before they do anything about it. And then they come running and going, oh, you know, you've got to fix this. Yet, they're not taking responsibility for themselves, are they? Right Now, this happens in weight loss. I see this in weight loss. Right? I see this with people with wanting to lose weight and... You know, people really only lose weight for a reason, don't they? It's, you know, might be an event that they've got to go to or, you know, a life-threatening illness has, has hit them and they've got to do something about it. And they put a lot of pressure on and might be, let's say, a wedding. A lot of people work on, you know, a wedding or, or an a event, big event like that and, you know, they've got to lose, I don't know, five to ten kilos in four weeks, All right? What happens? These same emotions come up, don't they? The anxiety, the stress, feeling rushed, they panic, right? They can't concentrate. They're worried that they're not going to achieve that goal, right? It's a very stressful time and then they feel that they've got to go without and deprive themselves and then they go through this other whole array of emotions, right? Now, that all comes from lack of preparation, doesn't it? Right. It's leaving everything till the last minute. Right? It comes back to procrastination, which I was talking about last week. Now, I have to admit, too, that over the years, I was really slack with preparation. So, you know, whether it be at school, simply because I didn't know how to prepare, right? So at school, hopeless, never studied for an exam, anything. I'm surprised I got through school. I'm surprised I got through uni even. But anyway, that happened was never prepared left everything till the last minute, so I just you know wing it and you know don't get me wrong like even with training and so on like when I've pursued tennis career and golf and so on, you know've I've trained really really hard but being prepared you know for for a game or a, a tournament or an exam or something I, I it was just something that I just didn't do and the same emotions had come up for me as well i'd uh, be very very anxious you know stressed to be on my mind all the time i'd feel rushed i'd panic you know i can't concentrate i was worried about what the end result would be right what the outcome would be and i just didn't do that so i had the same emotions coming up but if we looked at it this way and we prepared for something, what would it do if you, if you felt prepared? So whether you're preparing to play a competition, a tournament, you know, you might be doing a presentation, you might be, um, you know, going for a job interview, preparation, right? What comes up when you prepare? You're much more calm, aren't you? You're relaxed. You feel in control, right? You're focused. You're not distracted. Right? So these are these are the emotions that we want to capture, don't we? We want to create. But the reason that these emotions come up when you're prepared, you're feeling calm and relaxed, you're focused, you're feeling in control, because you've done the work. So really think about what is important for you and what you must prepare for, right? So I want you to really be thinking about that. Think about what's really important for you and what you must prepare for. And then I want you to start working on that process. Start working it out. Don't wait until the day comes just before, you know, the day before and go into a panic and I've got to have this and I've got to have that done. And, and you know, you can yeah, you, know, you, you can be completely unreasonable, right? I've had that through people that have even come for golf lessons and have just absolutely given me um, a blasting because they're stressed, right? I'm there to help them improve their game and show them what they need to what needs to be done, but because they've got themselves in such an emotional state of stress of pressure. Because they haven't done anything about it up until this point. They've waited until everything has fallen apart. Then they take it out on someone else. But really, it's their responsibility, isn't it? So it's your responsibility. So, what I want to um, impress upon you is really that it's your responsibility for you to be prepared. So, whatever it is that you're doing, spend the time to prepare, spend the time to. Um, get yourself set, set your outcomes and, and then start the process. Work out what you need to do in order to achieve that outcome and don't leave it till the day before because that's the worst time to do it. Give yourself as much time as possible that you can so that you're building up towards that particular event. So that when that event arrives, you know, and the day that you've got to perform, you're ready and in control because you know you've done the work, right? So that's what I want to leave you today with is how important preparation is in any area that you are focused on. Don't leave it till the last minute. Don't leave it till the day before. Don't come panicking to me or, or, or anyone else for that matter and, and take it out on other people. This is your responsibility to get prepared. There's people around you that can help you do that but it's up to you to make the decision go right you know i can't keep going down this path i've got to do something about it and the time is now before it gets worse now we all get caught up in just about going through the motions of the day don't we especially if you've got a lot on and you you know you're busy and most of our most of us are busy aren't we we're busy doing our thing but at times we get so caught up in the business, or the busyness rather, so caught up in the busyness that we don't achieve our goals and we say to ourselves, oh, why well, haven't achieved this goal. You know, I've been so busy. But what happens is that we get so caught up in the busyness, we actually forget what we're working towards, don't we? All right. I get it. You know, I get it too. I I've, I've got a, quite a bit on my plate right now. And the thing though is we want to ensure that each week we are focused on achieving our goals. And like I keep saying and I've been saying it since November is we we've got to finish this year strong, okay? Finish the year strong. We've only got, you know, a few more weeks left of the year. We've got to finish it strong. But before I continue about achieving goals, the first thing we have to do is we have to set them, don't we? But what we want to do is we want to set the outcome or the result we want to achieve. And we want to keep it really simple. So we want to set the outcome that we want to achieve for the week. So how do we do that? I've got three really simple steps for you in how you can achieve your goals or your outcomes for the week, the type of results that you're actually looking for um, looking for. So step one, you got to identify what is your outcome, right? What's your ideal result? What is it that you want to create, right? From, from that week. Step two, why do you want to achieve that outcome? Why is achieving that outcome so important to you? And then step three, what is the strategy or the strategies you're going to use to achieve that? Now, I don't want you to just leave it in your head going, oh, yeah, Tiff, yep, yep, yeah, yeah. Step one, what's your outcome? Step two, why do you want to achieve that outcome? And step three, you know, what what the strategies you're going to use? And, you know, don't just leave it in your head and go, yeah, 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 right? We need to lay it out on paper. We've got to get everything out of our head on paper because then it becomes more definite, right? It doesn't become like, oh, it's something that I'd like to achieve this week or, you know, over the next few weeks, it's something that I really want to achieve, but it just sits in your head. We have to lay it out on paper because once we get it out of our head, it becomes more definite, doesn't it? So when that happens, it becomes real, Because now that you've given, you've actually written it out on paper, you've actually given that outcome life. Because you can see it on paper, can't you? And you have the details in place, the strategies on how to do it. So that's what you want to be doing this week, is it's time to get the work done that you want to get done this week by doing those three steps. So this is, I'm just going to remind you, step one, what is your outcome? Step two, why do you want to achieve that outcome? And step three, what are, what are the strategies or what is the strategy you're going to use to achieve that particular outcome? So what is it time for you to do now? It's time for you to get to work, isn't it? All right, write out what you want to achieve, how you're going to do it, why you want to achieve it, then get to work and get it done. Okay, we've only got a few more weeks left of this year, so it's time to to get to work. And what else I want you to do is share with me, what are you working on? Life and everything we do, like sport, business, study, career, anything at times, can be a real challenge, can't it? And why do some people say, because this, I often wonder about this, why do some people say that they can do things and are really confident, yet others say that they can't? Why is this such an extreme? Why that we have the people that are very confident in what they do and they believe that they can do anything, yet we have the polar opposite in the sense that You know, people lose confidence that, well, they don't have any confidence and they believe that they can't do anything. And some people are automatically defaulted, aren't they, into that they can't do it. Even before they attempt attempt to do something, they just say, oh, no, I can't do that, right? They're just closed off because they don't believe that it's possible that they could actually do it, do they? So let's take a look at confident people. It was really interesting. I'm a big Kiss fan from, like, when I was a kid. You know, I when we were growing up, you know, in the seventies, and uh, my grandparents, especially for my sister and myself and my two cousins that with the four of us that grew up together, uh, they gave us kiss makeup. I mean, how cool is that, right? To get kiss makeup. So I love the band, and um, you know, the band has been around for I believe about forty-five years now. So that's almost as, as old as me. And it was really interesting because I was watching an interview with Gene Simmons um, the other day on YouTube. And it was really interesting. He was asked this question about, you know, this interviewer. She said, can you get any woman in the world that you want? Now, Gene now would be 70. I think he'd be close to 70 years of age. And do you know what his answer was? He said, of course. Of course. He said, of course I can get any woman that I want, right? Because he's confident, right? He has belief, right? The word can't doesn't enter into his vocab, right? It just just doesn't enter into his vocab. And this is the thing with confident people. They believe in themselves, right? They believe that they can do everything anything they believe that they can do everything you know and of course of course they're aware that they can make mistakes and they do but they don't let those mistakes hold them back they don't let those mistakes stop them they don't doubt right they keep going until they get it right they find ways to make sure that they can achieve what it is whatever their goal is right because they believe that they can do it they just work on different strategies in order to do that. So what about people that say that they can't? Right, Their belief system is different, isn't it? Completely, it's the complete polar opposite. They have doubt. They don't trust their abilities. And especially when they first start out something new and foreign, they just say, oh, well, you know, I'm not good at that. Well, of course they're not good at that. No one's good at anything that they start with they've never done before. So it's, the thing is, is it's not that we can't do it, it's just that we haven't been exposed to that particular thing yet, is it? So if you're in that process at, at the moment in your life and um, you keep saying you can't do this and you can't do that, well, it's just your belief, it's just where you are at right now. Go and find find a mentor or someone that you admire who believes that they can do anything. Start copying them and model them and and you know start listening to what they have to say. Right? Because what we need to do is we need to change that way of thinking. Is that that you can't do anything, you can. It's just that you haven't been exposed to it yet, right? You haven't learnt how to do it yet. And it's being open open in your mind to go, you know what, okay, let's try it. Who cares if I make a mistake? Who cares if I do it wrong? Who cares if I look like an idiot? At least I've had a go and I will feel better within for having a go. So instead of saying that you can't do something, I want you to say, I haven't learned how to do that yet. So let's go and learn it. And if you notice that that comes up, and you, go, I can't do this. Oh, oh, Tiff said, I haven't learnt how to do that yet. So let's go and learn it. It's just something really simple, but it's it's all about reframing your mind and catching yourself out and being aware that if you come up and you say, I can't do this, or I can't do that, that doesn't that doesn't even rate on my list of things, right? I I I just tune out when people say I can't do that because they haven't learned how to do it yet. They haven't practiced it enough. They haven't worked on it enough. They haven't even learned how to do it, right? They haven't put themselves in that position to even learn how to do it. So what we need to make sure is that we're working on you being more aware of what you're saying and then reframing your mind around it, okay? So what I want you to do, if you notice that that something comes up for you today and you say, oh, I can't do that, oh, you know what? I can't do that. Yep, that's because I haven't learned how to do it yet. So come on, let's go and learn it. You know, anything that you do, you have to pay your dues. And I don't mean pay your dues in the sense of you have to pay for a membership or something or you have to pay, you know, in the form of money or dollars. What I really mean here is that you've got to do your time. And what I mean by that is you've got to learn the skills, right? You've got to learn to practice. You've got to learn to practice under pressure. You've got to learn to practice out on the, you know, court or golf course or um, field or, you know, in business or study or whatever it is, right? And you've got to be patient when you're doing it. And most people who play a sport as adults, especially those that learn a sport as an adult, you know, they're really, oh, they're much more impatient than the kids are. And it's really interesting because the kids understand that they have to have lessons, right? They understand that they have to learn to practice and they have to, you know, develop over time. And it's quite interesting because as adults, we get really impatient because we want to be able to do it now, right? Because we've gone through that learning process as a kid, but we forget that when we're learning something new, we're taking on something new, that we've got to go through that learning process as well. It doesn't instantly happen, does it? Right? Especially, especially something completely new and foreign to us. And I'll tell you that it doesn't happen right now. You won't, it won't instantly fall into place for you. And it won't happen any quicker for you by you being impatient. And I've spoken about this in the past, you know, in a previous episode of talking about, you know, being impatient not going to get your results any quicker. And actually what could happen, what I see quite often, is that the impatience can actually uh, get worse for you, right? The results can get worse. And it's really interesting, I'll use this example, because when people take up golf... I always say to them, you know what, if you're going to take up golf, and I I really look at this in everything really, but if you're going to take up golf, then you've got to give yourself three years. And they're like, what? Three years? I'm like, yep, three years. Now I say that simply because it took me three years to feel comfortable playing golf, right? To feel like I've knew what I was doing, felt like I slotted into the golf course better, understood. And that was from me practicing anywhere between 2 and 12 hours a day, right, in that three-year period. And, yeah, you know what, and I achieved you know a great goal at the end of that three years and, and got to scratch, yep, great, but I put the work in, right? I understood that I had to do the work in all areas. And my coach used to say to me, Especially in the beginning, I was like, oh, yeah, I'll get to scratch, you know, in two years. He's like, oh, yeah, okay, sure you will. He said, you've got to pay your dues. I'm like, pay my dues? What do you mean? And he said, you are going to go out onto a golf course. You're an accomplished sports person in other sports. You're going to go out onto this golf course. You don't know much about the game. You haven't learnt the skills. You're going to be playing with people that are. Twice as old than you, because when I took up golf, I was 34. You're going to be, you know, double your age or older, and they're going to score better than you, and it's going to really annoy you. It's going to tick you off big time. I was like, oh, no, you'll be right. No, I'll be right. I can handle that. Sure enough, it was ticking me off big time, right? Because I was getting down to the green in a couple of shots and then it'd take me, I don't know, four, five, six shots to get the ball in the hole. So I'd walk off with an eight and, you know, these ladies, lovely ladies that were, you know, double my age would walk off with a six or something like that. instead. I was like, far out, this is really ticking me off. And my coach kept saying, you've got to pay your dues. You've got to keep paying your dues. You've got to do your time right, you've got to do your time on the course, you've got to do your time learning, you've got to practice, you've got to learn how to adapt out on the golf course, right, in the situation under the pump, right, you know, when you're playing golf, out on a golf course, in a competition, you've got to learn how to deal with all these emotions, and it's the same in every sport, it was the same in tennis, when I played tennis, I was had learning how to deal with all these emotions, which I didn't know how to do at the time, so... That was that was a massive struggle. Any sport, emotions come up. I've played many other sports. So it doesn't matter that I'm talking about golf today, relate it back to your sport. Relate it back to anything that you do. So if you look at what you do, how long you know, something that you're really good at, how long has it taken you to learn that something? How long has it taken you to feel really comfortable? And in anything that we do, it, it's, it, it takes that period of time. It doesn't happen quickly. And I always look at it as, you know, three years for, for anything to really slot in, to, to make things work, to really feel comfortable, feel like what you know, what you're doing. You've got the skills in place and you, you're no longer that beginner anymore. You know, you've advanced. And depending on how much time and effort that you've put into it, you've, you know, you may have dramatically advanced. Or, you know, you at an intermediate level or something, but you're no longer a beginner, right? You're feeling much more comfortable. But the thing you hear is it doesn't matter what it is. So it can be in your work, your job, your career, sport, life, anything. You have to pay your dues, right? You have to be patient. It's the same as a relationship, right? You've got to pay your dues in the, in a relationship. you got to get to know the person, you know? Getting to know and spending time with them and, you know, think, you know, is this person that that you're with the person that you want to spend the rest of your life with, right? You've got to get to know them. And it takes time. It doesn't happen quickly. It takes time to really get to know and understand how that person operates and how you two work as a, you know, work as a couple, work as a team, right? I always knew, like, when I met my husband, Ian, that that was it for me. He's a great guy, beautiful, beautiful man, big marshmallow, very supportive. I love him dearly. And I was ready, bang, I was ready. I was really frustrated because I was like, yep, I know, this is the guy I want to spend the rest of my life with because he's so lovely, right? He's so lovely. But we didn't get married till three years after we started seeing each other. Because we had to, there was certain things we had to figure out: where we we're going to go, what kind of future we we're going to have, all of that kind of thing, and getting to know each other. And we went through that development, right? The development of understanding each other. It's the same thing. It's all about paying your dues. So the the, the message I want to get across to you today is: is pay your dues, be patient, learn the skills. Learn to incorporate those skills in in your games, in your tournaments, matches. Learn to incorporate those skills in your business. Give it time, you know, there's development. The things that I know now even in business, I didn't have a clue about three, four, five, six years ago. Much better understanding now, but I did did the time, right? I had to, there was a lot of trial and error and working things out. Right? It's the same in everything that we do. And I, I look at everything that we do. It's like an apprenticeship. right? You do your time. You do your time in certain areas to give you the results that you're after. But you're going to learn how to do everything right? so that you're feeling really comfortable. So the message here today is pay your dues. And by saying that, that's all about being patient, learning everything that you need to learn, then start applying everything that you're learning so that you can at some point you keep going until you feel really comfortable and you understand what you go what you need to be doing and then you can continue to advance and grow that. Welcome back. Well, of course welcome back, but you've been listening to me the whole time. But here we are, so we've you've heard these last four episodes over the over the week. And what did you discover about preparation? Did you discover that if you don't prepare, how anxious and stressed and how rushed you feel and you go into that panic, you can't concentrate and and, and, and then it comes up this fear of what might happen and so on. And what preparation actually does for you when you actually are prepared to achieve, right? You've Planned everything out. You've structured your week the way that you want to structure it. You've structured your day, and you feel quite prepared, don't you? You feel calm and relaxed, in control and focused. And it's the same in sport. Right? If you don't do the training, you don't do the preparation leading up to a tournament or, or even a competition. Of course, you're going to be stressed and, and freaked out, and uh, you know, not prepared for that situation that's going to come up because you haven't done the work. And when you're leading up to a a tournament or a competition, you want to make sure that you're calm and you're relaxed, you're focused, you know what your job is, you know what you need to do. Okay. So I want you to really think about what is important for you, but what you need to make sure that what you've got to prepare for, and then you start working on that process and what you've got to be prepared for. Then we looked at identifying your weekly outcomes. So the thing that you know, we, we get can get caught up in doing, just doing, can't we? And we've got it in our head what we want, but we need to make sure that we get it out on paper, don't we? And, and really get really clear on what it is that we need to do. And there was three steps, wasn't it? So step one was to identify what your outcome is for the week. Step two was, Why do you want to achieve that outcome? So what's the purpose behind that? And step three was what type of strategies do you need to have in place so that you can achieve that? And you lay it out on on paper, all right? So we need to make sure that we're putting those in place. Again, that helps with the preparation, doesn't it? And what about this when you know, why you say you can't when you can. And that was interesting, was it Gene Simmons from KISS? I love KISS. I grew up with KISS listening to the band in the late 70s and especially the 80s and and so on and got the KISS makeup and that. But it's that level of confidence. It's that level of belief, right? There's certain people in the world because they've worked so much on their belief system, they believe that they can do anything. Nothing holds them back. Yet people that say they can't, their belief system is different and it's because they don't trust their abilities and it's the way that they've, you know, thought about themselves over the years and attached these type of beliefs, believing that they they can't. And it's simply, you know, my belief is simply, you know what, you haven't been exposed to it yet and you haven't learnt how to do it. So, of course, you can't do it. But it's not that you can't, it's just that you don't know how yet. So the thing that you want to get out of that is it's just going, you know what, I haven't learned how to do that yet. That's okay. Okay, let's go and learn how to do that. Let's get really good at it. And then we looked at paying your dues and what I really meant by paying your dues. And it was really doing your time, isn't it? So whatever it is that you're doing, and and I look at that in a sense of sport because that comes up a lot. And it's learning the skills. It's practicing. It's being patient. It's learning to put yourself in pressure situations and how you deal with that. And it's that patience of learning and going through the process, not only the skills but how to perform, you know, under pressure. And so what you need to make sure that you're doing is that you are paying your dues. You remember that story I shared, you know, my coach when I first started playing golf, you know, being a accomplished tennis player and then coming into golf with, Nothing, no experience. And he said, Tiff, you you are going to get so ticked off because you're going to have women twice your age and they're going to score better than you and it is going to really upset you. And I was like, no, it's not going to upset me. I'm going to be cool. It'll be fine. And it was really upsetting me. But he said, you've got to pay your dues. You've got to learn how to play the golf course. And these women that I was playing with had been playing 20, 30, 40 years, some of them. So they knew how to manage them, their way around the golf course. Even though they didn't hit the ball as far as me and, you know, it was all ego-driven from my end, but even though they didn't know how to hit the ball as far as I did, they knew how to finish off the hole, whereas I didn't have that experience yet. So I had to learn how to manage myself out on the golf course. I had to learn how to manage my emotions out on the golf course. I had to learn how to perform under pressure. All right, so it's all about being patient, it's all about learning the skills. It's a lot learning how to incorporate those skills into games. And it's like that apprenticeship. Okay, I always refer to it as being an apprenticeship. You've got to pay your dues. So those were the, the daily tiffs for, for this week. I hope you got a lot of value out of those. Love it if you could share with me what you like best about what you heard in the daily tiff episodes. Also would love it if you could share with me... Um, a five-star review i'd really appreciate it if you could leave a five-star review and share what you like best about what you hear in these episodes and i would also love it if you could share with your friends these episodes because we want to build the reach of potential with tiff community as big as we possibly can if you feel that they're going to get value send the link to them okay send the link to them and if you've got you know some time come and join the facebook group Reach Your Potential with TIFF Facebook group. Love to see you there. Love to help you achieve your goals. And we've got some big things planned for next year. So um, I hope you do too because you want to be part of that. And I want you to dream big, believe in you. Have an absolutely awesome, awesome weekend. And take care. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. And also, go after your dreams. athletes and entrepreneurs or if you're just someone who just wants so much more out of your life are you working so hard you put the effort and the time in but you're just not seeing any results you think that you have to work even harder because that's the saying the harder you work the luckier you get but you're working harder but why isn't it working for you It's not working because you have not set up the foundations you must have in place. You have not set up the systems you must have in place. You have not set up the habits you must have in place. Without the foundations, without the systems, and without the habits, you will continually struggle. You will continually get frustrated. You will continually get burnt out. You will doubt yourself and contemplate giving up. This is why I've set up the First Bounce Coaching Program. You will work with me and together we will create your plan to achieve your ultimate dream step by step. We will create the ultimate belief and confidence you need to achieve your ultimate dream. We will create the success systems and habits to achieve your ultimate dream. The systems and the habits you must have for the foundation of success. If you're an athlete, entrepreneur, or you are just done with how life is and you want so much more, go to tiffany-mika.com. Scroll to the bottom of the site. Click on the First Bounce Coaching Program. This is the foundational program to success. Fill out the application form. Then you'll receive a free strategy call from me to see if you are a good fit for the First Bounce Coaching Program. I look forward to working with you. Dream big, believe in you, go after your dreams.